Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, welcome to the show. This is the Millennial Millionaire Podcast, and I am your host, Stephen Cohen. This podcast is focused on bringing some of the wisest minds from across the globe to discuss concepts, strategies, and ideals that will lead them to be top performers in their respective industries and their lives. This show is for the millennials and millennials at heart to transcend their mindset, their health, and their income to the next level. We are so excited to have you on this journey with us. Welcome to the show. What is good, fam? How is everyone doing? Today is January 22nd. Happy New Year, first episode of 2024. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about that New Year energy, how to win in 2024, how to make 2024 the best year ever. Now, if you're listening to this right now, you've probably heard of the good old New Year's resolution. Every year, as you guys know, most people, they come into January, they get all excited. Maybe it's January 2nd, maybe it's January 3rd after the hungoverness wears off from uh, the New Year's Eve parties, and they get all fired up. They go to the gym, they get excited about their goals, they start a new business, they get into a new relationship, they have that New Year energy. But as we all know the statistics, if you actually track people, 100 people that get excited about a new goal, maybe going to the gym, maybe starting a new business in the new year, Typically, by the end of February, early March, by the end of Q1, only about 20% of those 100 people that made that commitment on January 2nd, 3rd, or 4th will actually follow through on the thing that they're going to do. And I believe a big reason is it's very easy to get excited. It's very easy to get fired up. It's very easy to talk a big game and make a commitment, especially on the new year energy, but to actually follow through with the thing that you say you're going to do and actually turn the year into the best year yet, that's a whole other story. So we're going to talk about some things that you can do today, January 22nd. Hopefully you already have some good momentum from the last couple weeks of the year, but how to turn this year into the best year ever. A wise man once said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Stop living the same year, year over year. Stop saying things are going to change if you're not willing to change. The only way for things to get better is for you to get better. So I hope that you take some inspiration from this episode, some mechanics, some some tactics, and really turn 2024 into the best year that it could possibly be. Now, Step one is you have to get clear on what you want. You have to get laser focused. You have to get dialed in on the things that you want to accomplish this year. Most people, they set these big goals. They're called BHAGs, Harry audacious goals. They set these big goals. And a lot of the times the goals are so big that after a couple months of trying to achieve them, they get intimidated, they get scared, and they start to drift and lose focus. You have to get clear on what you want, but it needs to be something that is attainable. There's a thing called a sweet spot. When you set your goals, when you figure out what you want to do this year, you want to get the goal so big that it inspires you and that it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but not so big that it's out of reach or unrealistic. Meaning that if you're trying to make an income goal this year and you want to make a quarter million dollars, but you've never even made $100,000 in a year, you need to start there. If you want to get a six-pack, but you don't even have a two-pack, you need to start with the two-pack before the six-pack. You have to realize that life is a marathon, not a race. And depending on where you're at right now, you're starting from a different starting point. And the goal isn't to get to mile five, mile 10, mile 15 as fast as possible. The goal is to get it to mile 100 and 
and outlast the competition. Most people, they're so focused on short-term intensity that they don't bring that long-term consistency into it. So you need to get clear on what you want to accomplish this year. It needs to inspire you. It needs to make you a little bit uncomfortable, but not to the point where it's so out of reach that once you get halfway into the year, you're going to give up on it. Every year, I come into the new year with a word of the year. It's been a ritual of mine for the last three or four years. Last year, my word of the year was growth. It was a word where I can focus on and I can use that word and attach it to all the different areas of my life. We're not just talking about business here. We're talking about your spirituality. We're talking about your relationship. We're talking about your body. Because as we know, how you do one thing is how you do all things. If you're slacking in your fitness, you're probably slacking in your relationship. And if you're slacking in your relationship, you're for sure slacking in your business because everything is intertwined. So find that word of the year for you. Find that word where you're going, to put concentration on, meditate on, and when the going gets tough, you get going. My word of the year, guys, this year is perspective. Perspective is something that I believe that if I can link that to the difficult times that I'm going to eventually occur throughout the year, it'll give me the hindsight in order to push forward. At the end of the day, it never matters what happens to us. What happens to us happens to everyone. You're going to get beat up. You're going to get challenged. You're going to run into trials and tribulations, whether they're metaphorically, spiritually, emotionally, or financially. There's going to be hard that happens to you this year. That is for sure the guaranteed. But the difference between winners and losers when it comes to achieving your goals this year, it's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to it. It's how you emotionally navigate throughout it. So my word of the year is perspective because it doesn't matter what challenges happen to me this year. It doesn't matter what bad things, what hurdles, what obstacles, what big challenges stand behind me and where I want to go. Because if I can bring the right perspective, if I can shift my mindset, if I can change my relationship with these things that happen to me, guess what? The things that happen to you start to change. There's a great ancient proverb. It says, when you start to change the way you look at things, the things that you start to look at change. Start shifting your perception. Start start shifting your paradigm in 2024 because the way that you look at things internally is typically the way that you look at things externally. And when you can bring gratitude, when you can bring appreciation, perspective is so important, guys, and a cool emotion that that you can channel when it comes to perspective is gratitude. Uh, my my fiance, I got mar- uh, not married, but I got engaged uh, in Europe over over the weekend, as some of you guys know, or over the winter, I should say. And my fiance is from Ecuador. And for those of you guys that know what's going on in Ecuador right now, it's crazy. There's like a civil war going on there between the narcos and the drug dealers and the cartel and civilians, the military and society. And I was listening to her mom tell me all the stories, showing me the videos. It's so easy to bring gratitude, appreciation, perspective, to live in America, to live in safety, to be able to wake up and not have to feel in danger. But these are the things that we take for granted on a daily basis. Think about it. That's why I love travel so much. That's why I love going to different places because you get to appreciate how many luxuries and how much good we have here. Most people, 
they take things for granted. They don't have the perception or the perspective to bring in a higher outlook because they're not experiencing what true danger, what true challenges, what true misery looks like, not even so far on the other side of the world. So my invitation is get more perspective. See how much blessings that you have right now, and as you go through the challenges that happen in life, Whenever you wake up and maybe that customer cancels on you, maybe you lose a valuable client, maybe you get into a fight with your girlfriend or your wife or your fiance, by bringing perspective and appreciation to your current problem, you're going to be able to minimize it and realize that life is amazing and you're able to carry that energy with you throughout the day. So again, guys, my word of the year is perspective, channeling that new year energy. There's something special about January 1st. There's something special about January 2nd. Whether it's mentally or emotionally, you're able to have that clear slate where you're able to have a new rolling 12 months where you can really dial in the things that you want to. Don't take it for granted. Channel that new year energy, but don't be like everyone else and quit on your goals. Figure out what that pace is for you, whether that pace is in fitness, that pace is in finances, that pace is in relationships, health, uh, experiences, joy, gratitude, fulfillment, whatever your goals are this year, find that pace where you can be consistent in throughout the end of the year and make sure that you outlast everyone else that starts and stops because you have that commitment, you have the right philosophies to actually follow through on the same thing that you said you're going to do. So there's a couple things we're going to talk about today, guys that I believe that if you implement some or more mentality, and I'm gonna give you guys some actual deliverables, if you can implement it this year and actually apply it, right? Because we all know knowledge without application is hallucination. If you can actually apply this information, apply this knowledge to whatever season, to wherever you are in your current life and what you want to accomplish this year, it's going to make a massive improvement and pay dividends uh, for your 2024. So first thing that I want to talk about, guys, is in 2024, you have to stand guard at the door of your mind. What does that mean? For my native 702 local uh, people that grew up in Vegas, there was a drinking game that we played in college. I was in a fraternity. I don't know about you guys, but I played a lot of drinking games in high school and college. And one of the drinking games was a game where essentially there's a bunch of people sitting around drinking. You're smearing off ice or whatever you guys drink nowadays. And you essentially, in order to drink, you have to take the little blue man off the beer or off your drink and put the little blue man back on. So I have this visualization of this little blue man at the guard of my door, of my mind. So imagine this little blue man at the front of the door of my mind. And imagine that everything that comes into your mind, all the stimuluses, all the information, all the bits of energy that we receive on a daily basis, I believe there's 60 to 70,000 bits of information coming to us every single minute. Imagine that all that stimulus, you have this guard, this little blue man at the front of your door that either allows things in or tells people they can't come in. What that's, What is that... What that is doing, guys, is creating a separation between what you allow into your, your unconscious mind, what you allow into your psyche, and what you prevent. Because in 2024, we all know that we are a product of our environment. We all know that whatever we absorb, whether that's people, whether that's places, whether that's information, whether we're conscious of it, awake of it, or whether we're unconscious of it, we know that whatever you're out, your input is, is going to create your output. Therefore, you need to make 
extremely sure going into the new year that you are monitoring the information. That means change your circle. Stop associating with the same people. We are a sum of the five people that we hang out with. We all know the law of association. If you hang out with five people who all they care about is partying, smoking weed, and not doing anything with their life, as a byproduct of you being around them, guess what? You're going to pick up those same habits. You're going to pick up those same ideologies, those same beliefs, and therefore you will be the sixth person that drinks, goes out, and isn't doing anything with their life. On the other side of the coin, if you can find people who are like-minded, who have big goals, who have big dreams, who are doing big things, as a byproduct, you will be inspired and you will do those same things. Information is true as well. What are you digesting on a daily basis? We feed our body every single day, but are we feeding our mind? And chances are you're feeding your mind whether you know about it or not. The information, the music, what we watch, what we see, the five senses. Some people think six senses, but the five senses. What are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you touching? What are you smelling? And based on what goes in is typically what goes out, as we all know. So monitor the information. Stop listening to the news. Stop scrolling social media about how negative and about how fearful uh, the world is and how the economy is bad and who's president and who's this. Get in tune. Take some time and sit in solitude so you can be alone with your own thoughts and actually figure out what you want to accomplish this year, what you want to accomplish out of the next five years. Most people, they overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in five years. This year, you can make some massive strides, but you're not going to achieve everything that you want to. It takes time. It takes a compound effect. But by doing these things consistently, by monitoring your circle, by monitoring the information that you allow into your psyche, that over a period of enough time, the compound effect will make a massive effect and you'll wake up in five years and have all the things that you once desired that you once wanted today. So making sure the information is congruent with your goals and your dreams. Audible Academy, are you listening to books? Are you listening uh, to successful people? Are you a student of success? Are you studying if you want to be a successful husband or a successful wife? Do you have people around you who are modeling that example? If you want to create an online business, are you listening to people on YouTube Academy, YouTube University, Audible Academy? Are you listening to music in your car? Are you listening to Drake and Lil Wayne? I don't know if people still listen to Lil Wayne. Shout out Lil Wheezy. But are you listening to these people who are you... In, in detail, making them rich, or are you making yourself rich by absorbing good information? So information, and then finally environment. Do you have a conducive environment for success? If I came to your home or your sanctuary or your room, would it inspire me? Do you have vision boards? Do you have pictures? Do you have mantras? Do you have paintings? Do you have things on the wall that are congruent with where you want to be? If you came into my room, guys, next to my bed, I have a mantra of who I want to be. I do these things. I have a gratitude journal. Make sure you are setting up your environment for success. And the reason this is so important is because we have two different faculties when it comes to our mind. We have our conscious mind, which most of us know about, and we have our unconscious mind. The unconscious mind is thousands of times more powerful than the conscious mind. The conscious mind, think of the conscious mind of the top layer of your, your, your mind, which is how you process information. If you're listening or watching to this podcast right now, you are consciously processing it through your conscious mind. 
The issue is the conscious mind is where we do most of our mental exercise. It's where we do most of our learning. It's when we sat in high school listening to information from our teachers, consciously processing it, but it didn't actually stick or resonate because we didn't impress it upon the unconscious mind. Guys, all great things, all benefit change happens on an unconscious level. The unconscious mind is exponentially more powerful than the conscious mind. The unconscious mind is how you're breathing right now without thinking about it. It's how the blood is going through your veins. It's how you got to home, to school, to work, to home, to school today without consciously thinking about it or without having to uh, look at your navigation. So the goal, guys, is we want to turn our goals. We want to turn into turn into manifesting our dreams, into being a student of success, into being disciplined, all these qualities and traits that we know we have to adapt in order to be the right person, to become the individual, to be worthy of the life that we want to live, we have to get it on an unconscious level. And the thing is, we are impacted unconsciously through our environment, through the information we listen to, through people, just because you're not listening to the news consciously, but it's on in the background because maybe your wife or your mom or your dad is listening to it, doesn't mean that it's not having a negative, uh, a negative impact on our psyche. If you're bilingual listening to this and you didn't consciously study the language, but your parents raised you in a bilingual home, you learn that language without you having to consciously study it. You didn't have to do Rosetta Stone. You didn't have to go to high school Spanish class and act like you were trying to learn Spanish. You automatically picked it up from just being in the environment because your unconscious mind is always listening. And the crazy thing, guys, about the unconscious mind, it doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is fallacy. Meaning that if you tell yourself a lie enough, it actually becomes reality. That's why people like Tony Robbins, Ed Milet, some of the most successful entrepreneurs and thought leaders on the planet, that's why they do mantras. That's why they do incantations where they get into peak state and they tell themselves, I'm a winner, I'm successful, I'm a leader, I, I trust myself. That's why this stuff is important because what happens is you're telling yourself, because again, guys, your subconscious mind is always listening, whether you're sleeping or awake, whether your conscious mind is on or off, the unconscious mind is always there. That's why if you tell yourself enough things, that's why if you surround yourself with your goals and your dreams and get close to those things, your unconscious mind after a long enough period of time will accept it as real and it'll create in your physical reality. So some questions that I, if I'm you, I'm asking myself going into 2024, what beliefs do you have right now that aren't serving you? Because I believe that success is an internal game. How I changed my life, guys, a decade ago, how I went from a broke college student with parents who were making $30,000 a year that were raised in a 600-square-foot apartment that had no trajectory of any type of success or impact or fulfillment or meaningness in his life is because I started changing my inside. I started changing my mentality. I started doing all the things that I that we're talking about today. I started realizing, man, I have beliefs that aren't even mine. I have beliefs that were in me from an early age, from my parents, from my grandparents, from my from my high school teachers, from my elementary school, from my peers. And those things become reality if we don't address them. So what beliefs are you holding right now? What beliefs are running unconsciously 
in the computer of your mind that aren't serving you. And I challenge you, spend some time alone, get into reflection in January before we go into February and figure out what those beliefs are. For me, I always thought that rich people were evil, that you had to lie, cheat, and steal to be successful, that you had to be born into wealth in order for you to create it, that you'd have to work a nine to five in order to support your family, that you didn't have, that you shouldn't like your job because it's your job and you just need to do it in order to provide. These were all thoughts and beliefs that I picked up from my childhood and from my upbringing that for the longest time ran unconscious in the garden of my mind. They were weaves killing all the beautiful uh, plants of abundance and, and all the dreams and goals that I had. And until I ripped those weeds out, until I addressed these unconscious beliefs that weren't even mine, it wasn't until my life started to change. When you change your mind, when you change your perspective, your external world starts to change as well. You need to audit your thinking. At the end of the day, there's a great philosopher, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Most of you guys probably have read this book. He has an amazing quote, Earl Nightingale. We get what we think about most of the time. We get what we think about most of the time. And that may sound cool, but what does that really mean? We get what we think about most of the time. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about your fears? Are you thinking about fitting in? Are you thinking about your doubts? Are you thinking about your insecurities? Are you thinking about your family and lack and wanting to fit in and being popular and going out on the weekends? Like, what are you thinking about? Your favorite Netflix shows? And it's okay to have these certain vices in our life to have balance, but what are you thinking most of the time? For me, I'm thinking about improvement. I'm thinking about progress. I'm thinking about creating memories. I'm thinking about moving forward in my life. I'm thinking about accomplishing things 80 to 90% of the time. Therefore, my reality is a reflection of it. And the thing is, when you think about your goals, you think about your dreams, you think about your desires, you think about the life that you want to create, if you feel resistance towards it, if you're thinking about it and you don't feel good, if you're thinking about it and you don't believe you can accomplish it, that just means you need to do more inner work because there's doubt there. And the issue is we have everything that we need in order to accomplish everything that we want. I could be a multi, multi, multi-billionaire. I am just holding myself back. I'm self-sabotaging. I'm doing things to prevent source, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, from giving me the life that I desire. It's me. It's not me having to get anything external. It's me having to become someone. It's me having to release unconscious doubt and limiting beliefs. It's me just having to get rid of my own way. So if you realize that everything we want out of life everything that we need to become, we are already that person. It's just more about unlearning certain things. It's about getting out of our own way. It's about bridging our gap of belief from where we are to where we need to be. Things become a little bit more simpler and you realize that all you really need to do in life is just do the things that you say that you need to do. Become someone that follows through with the things that they say they're going to do. I was talking to a, a good buddy of mine, and he just reread for like the fifth time The Four Agreements, which is one of my favorite books ever. And The Four Agreements is such a powerful book because it's such an easy read, but it's four key philosophies, four key principles, four key agreements that if you can follow through with, you'll live a better life. And as a byproduct, by you living a better life, you'll accomplish more. You'll get the money, you'll get the cars, you'll get the girls, you'll get the impact, you'll get the status, you'll get all these things. Four agreements. If you haven't read it, I'll give you a quick synopsis. The four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. 
like we just talked about, follow through with the things that you say you're going to do. If I say, hey, I'm going to show up to this meeting at 3 p.m. and I'm going to be here present and deliver, and I don't do that, guess what? The people that were counting on me just lost faith that I can follow through with what I say I'm going to do. The same thing is true, guys. If you say something, hey, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. I'm going to wake up at 730. I'm going to cold plunge five days a week. I'm going to eat healthy for this period of time. And if you don't do it, guess what? You're not being impeccable with your word to yourself. Therefore, you're losing character. You're losing integrity. You're losing trust that you can follow through. The second one, I don't know if this is the right order, but the second one is never make assumptions. Most of us, the humanness in us is always to assume. And because naturally we're conditioned to be negative, we're conditioned to survive, our 10,000-year-old brain isn't conditioned to make us thrive and make us happy and make us impactful. It's conditioned to survive. It's conditioned to protect us from famine and saberhood uh, saberhood tigers and from freezing to death 10,000 years ago. So in the modern age, we have to realize that we have to consciously put a lot of effort into not just surviving, but thriving. So never making assumptions is important because most of the assumptions that you make in your life, and again, an assumption is making a choice that is not based on facts, it's based on your own opinion and perspective. By doing that, most of our assumptions are negative. There's something that I learned that I try to live my life to. It's assume positive intent. Whether it's true or not, by you assuming positive intent, by you putting that energy into the universe, chances are nine times out of 10, that assumption will turn into a positive reality versus the latter, which is assuming negative intent, which is what most people do. But never make assumptions is probably a lot better. Always try your best. You can't always win. You can't always get the job or make the sale or get the girl or hit your goals. You can't always predict what's going to happen in your life. But the one thing that you can always do in meaningful situations is try your best. As long as you can try your best, you can be at peace with yourself because no one can ever take that away from you. And the only person that knows what their best is, is you. You know, you could be in the gym. I was in the gym this morning, you know, 8 a.m. with my trainer, Dorian. Shout out to Dorian if you're listening. And I could have cheated. I could have cheated myself. I could have done 12 sets um, instead of 15 or 12 reps instead of 15 like he told me. But I knew that, hey, that's not my best. My best is doing what I can. And if the most I can do is 12, and that's okay, and I'll be at peace with that. But if I can do more, do more. So be impeccable with your word. Never make assumptions. Always try your best. And I'm forgetting the last one. Leave it in the comments. But a great book I would definitely recommend. Second thing, guys, moving into the new year that you can do if you're trying to level up in 2024, we talked about standing guard at the door of your mind. People, places, environments, conscious mind and unconscious mind, conditioning yourself based on the things on your wall, the things you're listening to, the people you associate yourself, that is aligned with who you want to be, right? Most people, their actions aren't aligned with their values, right? They say this, they say they want this, they say they wanna level up in life, they say they want a nice car, nice house, nice lifestyle, financial freedom, memories, impact. They say they all want this stuff, but their actions aren't congruent with their values. Don't be a person of non-integrity. Being integrity for me is my values match my actions. What I'm doing on a consistent basis, I'm doing what I say and I'm saying what I do. Second thing, teachability index. What is the teachability index? The teachability index 
is how willing to learn are you and how willing to accept change are you? Coming into 2024, whatever your goals are, whatever your vision is, whatever you're trying to accomplish, and it's different for everyone, the beautiful thing about success, as Napoleon Hill quotes, is success is the worthy realization of an ideal. It's the progression of a worthy ideal. So whatever you want out of life, as long as it means something to you and you deem it as meaningful, which you're the only one that can decide that as long as you're making progress towards that, you are in definition a success or successful. When you're not successful is when you're making progress towards something that you don't believe in or you don't even have that she fame or that vision or that thing that you really want and you have no purpose, you have no vision going towards it. So teachability index, what is your willingness to learn and what is your willingness to accept change? On a scale of one to 10, if you're in a quiet place or if you're not driving or doing dishes, um, write down on a scale of one to 10, what is your willingness to learn? What is your willingness to learn this year? New information, new skills, new people, uh, new ideology, new beliefs. Like what is your willingness to learn new information this year in order to achieve what you want to achieve? That's the easy one. The second one, on a scale to one to 10, what is your willingness to accept change? Now, this is the one that's a bit more difficult because most of us, after hearing this, are like, I'm a 10, I'm a 10, 10 willingness to learn, 10 willingness to accept change, whatever I need to do. I want this Lamborghini or I want this income goal or I want this apartment, house, watch, lifestyle, vacation, whatever it is, and you get all fired up. But when you ask yourself, what is your willingness to accept change? What is the one thing that you don't want to give up, that you know that you should give up in order to be successful. Now, that could be spending time with your spouse. That could be going to your kids' little game leagues on Sundays. That could be Netflix. That could be weed. That could be alcohol. That could be partying. That could be video games. Whatever it is for you, what's that one thing? That could be golfing. That could be pickleball. What is that one thing for you that you know you really don't want to give up but you know that if you did, your life would improve. Because guys, I hate to break it to you, but life is similar to a seesaw. Whenever one area of your life improves, sometimes some areas of your life have to digress. Balance isn't a real thing. There is no such thing as balance. Now there's seasons, you can live in harmony, you can live in balance, but when you look at the greatest people on the planet in whatever their respective industry is, whether it's Michael Jordan, well, there's David Beckham, Conor McGregor, Elon Musk. Whenever you think of an elite individual, they were not balanced. Michael Jordan was not balanced. He was obsessed with basketball. Elon Musk was not balanced. He was obsessed with whatever Elon Musk is obsessed with, sending people to the moon, Tesla, underground railroads, all the things, right? My point is, in order for you to get extraordinary results, you have to put in extraordinary effort. And for someone to put in extraordinary effort, you need to have extraordinary sacrifices, not forever, but to the point where you have enough momentum where then you can create more balance in your life. For me, for the first five, six, seven years of my career, I wasn't balanced. All I cared about was building solar sales teams, helping people win, duplication, growing my leadership, my public speaking. I was obsessed. 
my health declined, which, you know, not a great example, but it did. My relationship wasn't doing good. But for me, I needed to put 80% of my life force into something until I got enough momentum where it's like, now I can spend a little bit more time focusing on my, my body. Now I can spend a little bit more time uh, investing into the things that matter to me. But in order to get that leisure, you have to get momentum in the area of life that you really desire to do. So again, rate yourself. Willingness to learn. Willingness to accept change, one to 10. What are you willing to give up this year? Decide now, decide now. Hey, I'm gonna give up video games for the first six months of the year or hopefully permanently. I'm gonna give up smoking for this three months until I hit this goal. I'm going to give up uh, spending time with my kids every Sunday and maybe spend that extra time on your part-time business or on your fortune, whatever you're doing. It doesn't have to be forever, but the key is by you telling the universe, by you telling your goals and your dreams, I care about you more than this in this current season of my life, you're going to get that reward back um, in your life. Increase your level of awareness. So, so important going into 2024. You can't change things that you're not aware of. How do you know if you're doing good or not in your life, in your business, in your relationship? If you're not taking audit, if you're not spending time in reflection, if you're not aware of the things that are going wrong or even the things that are going right, how do you double down on the things that are going right or changing the things that's going wrong if you're not putting awareness on them? What decisions can you make today to ensure that 2024 is going to be different than the previous years? For me, we're two and a half weeks in, three weeks into the year. I already crossed off a massive goal of mine. I bought a new house. Was it scary? Yes. Was it stretching? Yes. Did I have to get a little uncomfortable? Yes. But by doing that in the first three weeks of the year, by emptying my bank account, that ensures growth. It ensures me to get into a survival mentality, into a fight or flight mentality to go perform more, to go earn more. So what is something that you can do today, January 22nd, January 23rd, January 24th? That's going to ensure, it's going to put pressure on you to make sure that you're not going to give up on the thing that you really want to do come March, come April. Maybe that's spending $3,000 on a gym membership if you value your body this year. Maybe that is starting that new part-time business and investing $10,000, $5,000, $20,000. Maybe that's cutting off something. Maybe that's stopping your Netflix memberships. I don't know what that thing is for you, but by deciding today and putting yourself in a situation where you have no choice to stop doing this or make it happen, it's going to allow you to keep that energy and more importantly, create habits and rituals to sustain that decision uh, going into the uh, quarter three and four of the year. Last thing, guys, that I want to talk about, we talked about auditing your circle. We talked about the information that you're seeing, hearing, feeling, touching, smelling. We talked about the teachability index. How coachable are you? How willingness to accept change? How willingness to learn are you? And why that's important in terms of sacrifice, in terms of the goals that you want to accomplish. The final thing is you need to become hyper-intentional in 2024. You need to lock it the fuck in. You need to figure out what that goal is for you, what that chief aim is, and get absolutely obsessed. And it's one thing to mentally get excited. It's one thing to get energized and motivated and inspired. But the thing about motivation, guys, as we all know, it's kind of like showering. You know, if you don't do it every single day, it doesn't work. You don't want to be someone that smells. So you shower every day. So motivation is something that is fleeting. But what's not fleeting is 
rituals. What's not fleeting is habits. What's not fleeting is discipline and standards. You have to create new standards in 2024 in order to carry that momentum inspiration uh, throughout the year to create a new identity, a new paradigm, and standards are important. So here's some actual intentional things, some practical things that you guys can do, take with you uh, going into the new year. Don't start your day before you end it. What does that mean? That's a Jim Rohn quote. Don't start your day before you end it. Most people, we get thrown into the day. We don't ease into the day, meaning Sunday night comes across. You know, Hopefully, we're not too hungover from Saturday night. Maybe we're watching Netflix a little bit too late. Maybe we're out dinner a little bit too late. Maybe we're doing whatever we're doing. Monday morning comes across. Hopefully, you're waking up at a somewhat time, but you wake up Monday morning, and you're like, what the heck am I going to do today? What the heck am I going to do this week? Guys, planning to fail is failing to plan. We know these things. Getting organized getting intentional, writing down things the night before. That is one of the best habits that you can implement in your life is planning the day before you go to bed. Something that I do, I have a whiteboard next to my bed. I write down the six to 10 most important things that I need to get done the next day. Why? So when I wake up, I don't have to figure out what I'm going to do. I can wake up and execute. The last thing that you want to do is go to bed not knowing what you're going to do the next day because it's going to fatigue that mental energy. It's the same reason why good old Zucks and Steve Jobs and all these elitist potential Illuminati looking people like there's a reason, though, that they wear the same stuff every single day. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to bog their mind down with small little decisions. They want to wake up and go execute on their businesses and their plan and, and, and what they want to accomplish. The same is true in 2024. Start planning your day the night before. Do not end your day until you start it. And by doing that consistently, you'll get into the habit of doing it, and it'll feel weird not to do. There's an app you can download. Uh, I've been, I just downloaded it a couple weeks ago. It's been a game changer. It's called Dayflow. It basically integrates into your calendar, whether you're Google or Apple Calendar, and it puts it in a to-do list form. So you have all the things in front of you. If you don't complete that to-do list, it carries over to the following day, and you get a cool little dopamine shot every time you mark it off. It's pretty sick. It also has like an, uh, an AI assistant that will help you in terms of getting organized, planning, all the good stuff. Download Dayflow, whiteboards, calendars. Guys, I have calendars and whiteboards all over my house, all over my office, because I like to plan my month. I like to plan my day. I like to know exactly what I'm doing. I plan out quarterly trips every single quarter. There's another thing that you can buy. It's called Big Ass Calendar. Jesse Itzler, for those that follow him, I think it's his company or he endorses it. It has the full 12-month calendar. Big ass calendar, you need a pretty big space in your room, but then you can start planning your year. You can know when your vacations are, you can know when your trips are, you can know when your important dates are, because when you understand when your working days are, you start to take it more seriously, right? It comes down to tracking. What gets tracked gets improved. What gets measured gets improved. If you're just waking up every day not knowing what you're doing, guess what you're going to get? Nothing. You're not going to get anything. Imagine hopping on a plane with a pilot and him getting on the intercon and being like, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know where we're going, but we'll get you there eventually, right? How ensuring, how much confidence are you going to have where you're going to get to your destination in the time or ever? 
right? So you want to be intentional. You want to plan. You want to have whiteboards. You want to have calendars. You want to plan the night before because that's just going to allow you to dial yourself in, have a target. And the real goal here, guys, with all this, especially the to-do list, is every day that you go out there and you're doing whatever you're doing, hopefully, again, you're successful and you're working towards something that is meaningful to you. And you're just, you're just not working a dead-end job just because you have to, right? Like you need to have a target. That's step number one or none of this stuff actually works. But once you figure out what your target is, the goal is to get home every night and feel exhausted. The goal is to get home, lay in your bed, do your nightly routine. Hopefully you have one, but feel, man, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm ready to go to bed, but that was a good day. That was a productive day. I did the things that I said I was going to do. I accomplished a lot. I, it was meaningful to me. I was present. I feel really good right now because I felt like I left it all on the table. We've all had those days before. The goal, the goal guys, the key in order to accomplish the thing that you want to accomplish in 2024 is how many of those days, how many of those feelings can you have consistently. Is that two days in a row? Is that three days in a row? Is that a week in a row? Weeks in a row? Months in a row? And your ability to feel like that consistently where you left it all on the table and you can go to bed, head on your pillow, feeling like you did the things that you need to, The depending on how consistent you can have those days will determine how slow or fast that you achieve the things that you want to. The final thing I want to talk about is you need to win your mornings. The mornings are the most important part of your day. And I know it's pretty cliche right now in the personal development field. I know you can go on YouTube or Google or Instagram and see a million different gurus talking about all their morning routines, how they wake up at 4.30 and meditate for 20 minutes, drink their green juice, cold plunge, like all the things. That stuff is not sustainable for the average person. I'm talking to the average person right now. You need to dial in your morning routine. And it doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to do 30 things before 6 a.m. But find what works for you and make sure you're consistent with it. Because the one thing that is true with all this morning talk is your morning really does decide your day. Your ability to win the morning and get dialed and just feel good, whatever happens to you in the morning, you're most impressionable the rest of the day. We talked a little bit about the conscious and unconscious mind. Your unconscious mind is in a theta state, the first 30 minutes and the last 30 minutes of the day. And what the theta state is, it's the most impressionable. Think of like when you're meditating or taking a hot shower, you're in a sauna, you feel that bliss, you feel that zen. That's theta waves that you're feeling. That's the first 30 minutes of the day and the last 30 minutes of the day. So whatever stimulus, whatever we see, touch, feel, and hear, that first 30 minutes in that theta state, our brain's the most impressionable, and we carry whatever energy signature that that is throughout the end of the day. So if it's you waking up and checking social media, if it's you waking up and getting programmed for whatever's on your device, that's what you're going to carry with you the rest of the day. So make sure you... Take time and have your first 30 minutes sacred for you to ease into the day, for you to focus on what you want to focus on, not, what you're, what's not, not what's on your phone or what's on an environment that you can't control. So guys, we talked about a lot. Hopefully you guys got some value, but the idea behind this is to equip you guys with some philosophies, with some mindset, with some motivation, uh, with some beliefs, with some tactics to really make 2024 different than the previous years. Again, do not live year after year expecting things to change if you're not willing to change. Do not, year, do not expect things to get better if you're not willing to get better. 
Don't be the same guy or girl every single year that says they're going to do this. I'm going to do this. 2024 is going to be my year. I'm going to accomplish all my goals. I'm going to change my body, my fitness, my environment, my relationships. Don't be that person year after year that says all these things, but when you follow your life, two, three, four, five years, nothing changes. Decide today, January 22nd, 2024, that I'm going to make a change, make a conscious decision. Hopefully you take some of this content, even if it's a little nugget, imply it, hold that, carry that with you, and uh, make 2024 the best year ever. So guys, that's it for this episode. Another solo podcast down. Uh, would love some feedback. If you're liking the content, please reach out. But we'll keep coming to you with fire guests, fire content as much as possible to hopefully equip you guys with the information this year and moving forward uh, to continue to elevate, continue to grow, continue to be happy, fulfilled, all the things, and uh, continue to uh, thrive in life. So hope you guys got some value. We'll see you on the next episode. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, welcome.